Welcome back. We're back again. We are here talking about, look, the Bears' schedules, and it's an interesting one today. Obviously, it comes out a little bit later on today. But what we wanted to do is do a bit of a preview here because, obviously, by the time the schedule comes out, we're usually fast asleep because they never get rid of it until, like, 1 or 1.30 in the morning in our time. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of where we're at at the moment because, obviously, there's leaks all over the place. Um, what games that we're looking at that is kind of a good timing for the schedule. And there's some interesting ones that have already been leaked that we do want to go through here. Um, if any of you check this out and have not looked at our earlier video today where we had DeAnthony Jones on, make sure that you do check that out because, again, newest Bears pass rusher joined us for about 25 minutes today to be able to talk about kind of his path to the Chicago Bears. So, look, it's it's very interesting. Um, yes, Miles, this does seem familiar. We are back. It is uh, for anybody listening uh, on record. We are doing this about 30 minutes after we just finished off the interview. So, look, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of what we've seen so far in the schedule. So, as you can see, it's incomplete right now because normally at this time, there's a certain Danny Parkins that would uh, have released everything. I think this time last year, I think we would have known everything by now. But right now, what we're at is we have a good amount of these, right? We have all the divisional matchups. We have, I think three of the four primetime games that were supposed to be going on. The Bears were due to have four, I believe, and was the rumor coming out. We have three that are confirmed anyway right now in terms of we have, obviously, the Panthers, the Washington Commanders, and the Vikings. Those are the ones that right now are confirmed. But look, what I want to do first of all is it's an interesting kind of way it's been kind of put together right now. Obviously, there's the big controversy was kind of the Bears were expected to play in Germany. Then last minute, it seems like the Chiefs that wanted the Bears not to play in Germany. Then the rumors were that the Bears are going to open up the season in Arrowhead. And then today, what we find out is actually the Bears are going to be opening up the season at Soldier Field against the nemesis in the Green Bay Packers. And I, for one, am absolutely delighted. I know there's a lot of people that don't like playing kind of the Packers, the Lions, the Vikings in week one. But honestly, the way this shakes up, you know, I think it's a really interesting matchup just because it's kind of that new era, right? Like Aaron Rodgers is gone. Nobody knows what this Packers team is going to be like. The Bears have added so much on offense. They've added players on defense in terms of in the back seven, right? And we kind of, when we look at kind of the D line, there's still a lot to look at there, but, when you look at this, arguably, the Bears have gotten better while the Packers, if you're kind of considering losing Aaron Rodgers and going to Jordan Love, they've come back. And now it's going to be, this is an important game for the Bears, right? Like this is your first statement game on how much have you improved from a year where you won three games? Like, can you go out and beat your division rival? If you're able to do that week one, good vibes happen for this season and people are like, okay, cool. You've just beaten green Bay who you have failed to beat in year after year after year. And if you're able to open up the season, being able to do that, that's a big plus. Also knowing that one of the other divisional rivals is going up against the Super Bowl champions in week one, again, gives you that little kind of, it doesn't really mean too much when it comes to the end of the season, but it actually does mean a lot in terms of the confidence moving into the first part of this year. And look, I for one am delighted. I'm hoping that the tickets aren't going to be absolutely ridiculous to be able to get for this one because this may be a game that I might actually be able to get to Chicago and go and see. Um, but what's your opinion of the Bears opening up against Green Bay? Some people are for it and some people are against it. Oh, what a week one. I love it. I can't wait. As you say, this could be a statement game right from the start. It could be, you know, the changing of the guard. The, the Packers, for the first time in 30 years, won't have a, a future Hall or a Hall of Fame quarterback on their center there. So that's going to be interesting to see what they're like. But from our point of view and from a Bears point of view, we're a year into this rebuild now. I love that we're going into the next season with this upgraded offense, that wide receiver, running back, a quarterback has the same, you know, offensive coordinator we had last year. So there's no changes there. He's a, an upgraded line in front of him. For me, this is a great game to go in. Now, look, 
we hope it all gels. Who knows? This is what we're going to see in September. But if it does go the way a lot of us are hoping it will, what a great way to start it. Like, what a great way to see what this team can do going up against your just your, your hate, hate, most hated rival who, let's be honest, it, it looks like they are starting to slide down a bit. So it could just be that that week one, you know, shot in the arm to really say, look, let, let's go and do something this year. Will they? Who knows? But it can just be that boost you need in week one. And then, as you say, you know, the Lions, I think the Lions are playing the Chiefs, so that'll be a tough one for them. And, you know, you could end up starting the season in, in a really good way and take it from there. But I, I love it. I I have seen a few people who aren't happy with it, but, no, for me, it's perfect. And if it all works out the way we want it to work out, it could just be such a nice start. It, like, I think most people that say that they weren't happy with it is because they look at the records previously, right? They, they see that. Bears have played the Packers on opening day at Soldier Field and they're one and four, right? But I think this is an important one because you're getting Jordan Love on his first start for the Green Bay Packers, right? Like, yeah. if like if the worst comes to the worst and he's able to progress this year and actually be a good quarterback, it's likely not going to happen early on in the season anyway. Like, you may see a completely different quarterback from week one to week 18. Um, but the one thing that you're able to do is if you're able to kind of lay down a marker on Green Bay, that kind of sets people and also it breeds confidence into the Bears locker room. Like a lot of those guys are used to kind of going in and not beating Green Bay. Like anyone that's been there for two or three years has literally just seen us losing to them. And this would be a good kind of confidence boost in terms of like there's there's this where you can go out, let's say you do get after Jordan Love or you're just able to put up points on this Packers defense, which has like six or seven first round picks. And they think that they're, all their fans think that they're like still is like going to be a perennial playoff team. If you're, if you're the Bears who everybody in this division on social media and not even nationally has kind of been shitting on and, been saying bad things about the Bears. If you're able to go out there and kind of lay down a marker on Green Bay week one, I think that's a really impressive start to the season to where people are going to be like, oh, it's not the same old Bears where it's you're going to predict that kind of three or four wins. This is a better football team. And I think this is going to be an important step. If I think it will breed a lot of confidence within the Bears fan base as well, that you can go in and you can beat the Packers in week one and be like, okay, well, that's kind of the monkey off the back because they haven't beaten them in a couple of years. And maybe it shows that this is a new era of Bears football, but also a new era in the NFC North where it's not going to be a division dominated by the Green Bay Packers anymore because, again, Aaron Rodgers has gone. And like I said, I don't care how much Jordan Love says that he's ready for this and he believes in himself and all this sort of stuff he signed a contract that basically said he doesn't believe in it, right? Like you don't hedge your bets. If you believe that you are an extremely talented quarterback, you go and make sure that they have to pick up that fifth year option for you. But instead he signs that contract. We're seeing some of the ex pros like David Bakhtiari say like, this is kind of like a rebuild. You're seeing kind of the GM head coach saying, look, you're going to need to calm down a little bit, but Packers fans will never, will never do that. Um, but it's interesting that we get them in week one because it's happened before. We've had certain ones, but most of the time it seemed to be Monday night football, Sunday night football at Lambeau or at Soldier when kind of the Packers were still a very, very good football team. But we're slowly starting to see this could be the first year of them having to properly rebuild that roster and having to retool and if it doesn't work offensively, they may have to start trading off some of those defensive players to get more draft capital to go and get some some guys. Obviously, they got extra draft capital with the trade of Rodgers, but again, you can only pay so many guys, right? Like, they didn't have loads and loads of cap room this year. They had to say goodbye to players. Like, I think Adrian Amos is supposed to be signing with the Baltimore Ravens today, and that was one of those. So, I personally love it. I would love – it's a great stepping stone if you can go in here and if you can beat Green Bay in week one. I think that's really, really good for this organization. 
on the downside is if you go in there and you lose the Green Bay with, with Jordan Love at home, I think that is kind of a kick in the teeth. And that's why I think some people are like, maybe it might have been better to get them a couple of weeks later after can you get some of the kinks out of your system and start kind of building the chemistry with some of these new players. But honestly, I think a game like this doesn't allow a player to sleepwalk into week one. They know you're coming up against your division rival. You're coming up against them at Soldier Field where they were slagging off your fan base, where they were telling you that they own you. Now it's time to you kind of put some pressure on them, beat them if they're not as good as they think that they are, beat them well in week one and kind of show them like that this isn't just the same old Bears, that this is an improved roster and this is a roster that believes in the quarterback going forward. And I think that's a really good thing. I like I'm really excited. I'm personally, I am hoping. I'm really, really hoping that it's going to be possible to get tickets because I have not been to a Bears Packers game in a very long time. I think the last time I was at a Bears Packers game, I was like 16. So I am ready to get back to another one. And it usually doesn't work out because it's usually towards kind of the end of the year that we end up playing at Soldier because we always seems to play at Lambeau at the start of the year on Monday Night Football. So look, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, uh, Lydia says Bears 54, Packers 0. I can get behind that. Nomad says the 17 and 0 show. <laughs> I, I really, really like that. Um, guys, I want you to put your comments in on which kind of matchup are you still waiting for to hear from? I know Tanner in the comments says, I need to know Tampa ETA. I think a lot of people want to find that one out as well. Um, Ruel says, uh, send them packing. Very, very good. Um, Tiny Philosopher says, mixed feelings about this in week one. Um, and then our good friend Tony says, I have a strong feeling that the Bears are going to smash the pack in week one and send them homeward. The North is for the taking. So with all that yeah. being said, Noah's and seeing kind of some of those opinions, um, where are you at? Like, is this one where if you had the choice to play the Packers week one or wait a few weeks and get to play them then, what do you prefer? Yeah, I can see both sides of the argument. Obviously, if you give it two or three weeks, you give your, your team that chance to gel a bit more. But for me, I, I just prefer starting out with the Packers. Uh, you mentioned the, the monkey off the back kind of thing. And that's that's a big thing. Like, if these boys can go out and beat the Packers, as you say, we haven't done it in a while it's a good start and I, I get the whole Jordan Love angle and the Packers dropping angle. But for me, it's a Bears angle for me. It's seeing, you know, all these guys coming back and say coaches. So we have the same coaching staff, the same scheme. There's nothing changing there. It's seeing how Justin Fields will react with this upgraded line. It's it's looking to see if Chase Claypool can start doing what we hoped he would do last year. Oh, well, we, we knew it would take a little bit of time, but now is that year where we're hoping he'll kind of pick it up and keep going. It's seeing DJ Moore working in there with him. It's looking at a, an upgraded running back room, which, you know, who knows if there'll be a featured back or if that'll be a, you know, tree-headed monster that kind of interchanges. You know, that would be interesting to see how that starts off. Then on defense, obviously, we have those two big guys who'll probably rotate in the interior of the line. You've upgraded the defensive back room, bringing in Stevenson. So for me, it's, it's all about the Bears I was saying to you just offline, I've gone through the Bears roster and I thought there would be bigger holes at this point than I actually mm -hmm. can see. Obviously, we're talking about, you know, edge. We need to get a pass rush sorted and that's definitely something to be worked on. But overall, I like how this team on paper seems to have improved and it'll be nice to see in week one against the Packers, you know, on the field, how that improvement is, is starting to take off. And come on, it's, it's the Packers at home. I mean, you know, it's, it's just... Oh, yeah, I can't wait for it. I have a good friend of mine who's a Packers fan, and uh, I think he's a little bit worried from his text. He's trying to pretend he's not, but... I think hold he on, what's hold going. on, no. Did you just say friend and Packers in the same sentence? Would it be weird if I even said best man at my wedding, Packers fan? Oh, dear go. God. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. That can't be I lost. I lost, I lost a bet. Don't worry about it. That can't be happening. That can't be happening. Look, it, it is what it is, but look, it's... I'm uh, in terms of this one. Sorry, this one here. It's a day game. I think it's in the second. Um, it's not the noon kickoffs. I think it's the 
what is it over here it's always like 925 so what's that like 325 something like that i think that it's in that area it's not going to be it's not on a it's not prime time um so it's going to be interesting to see how that goes but look i'm really interested in terms of this game in particular obviously it'd be great to be able to get over because like realistically i think this year i'm kind of stuck in like the september window and unfortunately because the chiefs are bastards the rumors is that the chiefs is week three which is the last game in september uh, i believe or maybe it might even be like the first of october but i know it's that last week so i only have like the option of like green bay or whoever's going to play there week two if that's at home um so i yeah, must, must have an ant here when you're talking about the chiefs Oh fucking hell! Like, dude, <laughs> he was anybody. Anybody that does not know this, like, Anthony was. He saw red when this happened. I was like, he was not a happy camper when he found out that the Chiefs had successfully gotten away with the Bears not playing in Germany because we we're all planning on going down to that game, being able to watch it together, have a few brewskis for that. But look, it is what it is, right? Like, I think at some point in time they're gonna be coming over it's annoying because it seemed like it was kind of a dead it was dead set i feel bad for the bears fans in germany because there's a lot of them like i remember going to the game in london and meeting up with so many bears fans from different kind of places in in europe and i'm telling you the amount of them that are in germany is wild like it's absolutely insane and they know how to put on a show in Germany. You can go to any sports event in Germany, and it's just different. It hits different. Like, you go to a football match or for our American audience, a soccer match, and it's just a different atmosphere when you get to go to a game in Germany. And that's the way it seemed like it was last year in Munich. It seemed like it was insane. Those tickets went in, like, two minutes. It was it was crazy, and it would have been the same here. If it was the Chiefs and the Bears – in Germany, most people wouldn't have gotten tickets because it would have gone really, really fast. But the Bears will be playing at Arrowhead within the first month of the season if all the rumors and all the leaks are true. Like, obviously, it's not 100% kind of certain there, but I haven't, like, there's been a couple of people that have kind of put this in in terms of week three rather than the initial rumor of week seven. So if this is the case that's in week three, we're going by the rumors that are currently out there because obviously the full schedule will get released. At, I think it's 7 or 7.30 p.m. Central Time, which again, for all you American fans, that's like 1 a.m., 1.30 a.m. our time, so there's no way that was going to happen. Um, so like, it, it, it's interesting. I like this, right? In terms of if you're playing the Chiefs, I'd prefer to play the Chiefs early in the season before they kind of get to their groove. Like when you look at some of these top teams, that's where it kind of makes a lot of sense where you want to have them a little bit earlier. Um, I know uh, Jared kind of puts in the comments here. There was a rumor of week seven. I couldn't see anybody that actually legitimately said it, but the guy that seems to be putting together a lot of these lists over the last, what, 24 hours and has been fairly legit for it um has put this one in as week three so we're going by that for now um but yeah look regardless i would rather play the chiefs earlier on in the season rather than later because if you play them late in the season they're already in their groove they're looking ahead towards the playoffs they're looking at trying getting win after win after win we've seen it time and time again sometimes you can catch a team called early in the season because we know the first kind of two to three weeks of the season, like they, we hear every single year, it's like preseason, right? Like it's like they're not ready to play. Like it's only the first three weeks. And what you need to be able to do is for the Bears, if you've Green Bay in week one, you got to be prepared for that. But then also knowing if you have to get to Arrowhead within the first month of the season, that makes one, the Green Bay game at home really, really important, but also means that you got to be prepared very early on in the season you got to be ready you can't sleep into the first month of the season if you have green bay at home and kansas city away no absolutely yeah for this one for me 
I think there was kind of a little bit of talk the last few days that oh maybe we could get them week one that I didn't want because yeah. you know as you say maybe you get them they're not quite in a groove yet but we're certainly not in a groove to go up against a team like the Chiefs so week three at least we, we have those couple of games beforehand for maybe things to settle in a little bit but again as you say at least the Chiefs haven't had that full kind of few games to really get their groove going but look it's, it's going to be interesting we all know how good a team the, the, the Chiefs are and I think it's 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 certainly a good test to find out, you know, how this Bears team is going early on. But again, look, th- these are the games you want to watch. You know, Kansas City, Mahomes, you know, Kelsey. Th- these are the games you kind of want to see the Bears going up against. And if you legitimately think this Bears team is stronger and, and they're going to m- kind of take that step up, you kind of want to see how they go up against these kind of teams. We're, we're not expecting the Super Bowl yet, but you still want to kind of measure them up against these top teams and get to watch these top players. So, yeah, no, this is definitely an interesting one. Definitely a game I'll be looking forward to and keep my fingers crossed that things are kind of clicking into gear for the Bears a little bit. Oh, uh, like yeah, Anthony is going <laughs> to be absolutely raging the whole weekend. We have a couple of games where... I know Seth is going to be extremely pissed off every time we play the Lions, like for the entire game. Can we, can we just be... do a watch along for the Chiefs game? And just with Ant, just sit Ant there in front of the camera and put the Chiefs game on. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm go. good with that. Uh, we're going to do that. We're just going to have Anthony just sitting there and he's just going to react as he's watching the game. It's a, it's like, a special Ant's Rants game edition. You'll see that he'll go his kind of pale self at the beginning. And then by the end, you'll see like, He'll just look like Matt Nagy when he was about to get fired with red face, red head, everything. It's going to be hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, it would it would be funny. But again, I think this is important because it shows that if this is the case in terms of we play the Chiefs in week three, I think that means that you kind of need, if you want to be going out this first kind of, we always kind of take it in like quarters in terms of the season. If you want to take this kind of first month of the season, you do need to beat the Packers in week one because Chiefs is going to be a very tough one. Um, I think this, this is one we can do, yeah. Can, can we make a Kansas shitty Chiefs t-shirt? We can definitely do that. That's that's no problem whatsoever, Tony. Um, but look, the next one, um, which there's a little bit of a gap here in terms of two weeks away, you then play against Washington on Thursday night football. Brings back memories. Brings back some painful 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 memories of probably the worst game of football that i saw last year and it just happened to be the one that we went to um which which painful memories is that now from the pub crawl on night one or from the game i know the pub crawl night one was class that was fun (laughs) that was fun that was not painful memories that was a good time um yeah that was that was i wouldn't know i can't remember uh that's all right that's all right but look when we look at this right i actually like this matchup as well i like Washington's an interesting team because defensively they're a juggernaut, right? But offensively, I still don't know what they are. Like if Sam Howell isn't good, they ain't beating. Te- they ain't going to beat a lot of teams because like you can only do so much with a good defense. Like, we know that ourselves in Chicago. If you if your quarterback's not good, you're not going to win many of these football games. And you mentioned it, no, and I agree. When you look at this team, right? I believe in Justin Fields. I think the running back room actually is stronger this year than it was last year by having Roshan, having Dante Foreman, having Khalil Herbert all there. I think that that actually is improved. Clearly, the wide receiver room is improved. When you bring in a guy like DJ Moore, have Claypool for the entire offseason, getting a guy in like Tyler Scott. You look at tight ends as well. Like That's improved just having Robert Tanya in there because it was really Cole Komet by himself. Like we heard today when we had DeAnthony Jones on saying how impressed he was with Darnell Wright. So you look at that, you mentioned obviously the edge rush is a is a big problem. Well, I actually did I agree with you. I expected the Bears to have way more holes going into the season than they do right now. Like if things work out on the offensive line, what are you what are you at or looking for in terms of the holes in this team? Edge rusher, maybe. If something doesn't work on the interior of the defensive line, like other than that, this team's actually looking pretty good. Um, to the point that they can be competitive in some of these games that maybe last year were like, oh, maybe they can win. 
where you can actually go in to be like, no, they definitely have a chance. This is one where I believe against the Washington Commanders that depending on how their offense functions, which we saw last year and it just didn't, if the Washington Commanders play like they did against the Bears last year in terms of not being able to move the football, I do think that the Bears will be able to win this game, even though it is away, because I do think that when you look at these two teams, I think Washington is a clear favorite in terms of the defensive side, but in terms of the offensive, I think the Bears are just at a better spot than Washington right now. So I think that's where I'm at here. I actually like having a Thursday night football game earlier in the season. I much prefer having those games early in the season than when you're in like week 14 and week 15, when these guys are like injured and they're like just trying to get through the week. And then those short weeks are absolutely pain in the ass. I think this actually works pretty good, especially if you do have a tough four or five first games, getting a mini buy here after Thursday night football could be, could really help the bears moving forward. No, absolutely. I mean, I think this is a this is definitely a winnable game for the Bears. You mentioned the quarterback situation at Washington, and I mean that that is massive, and that's absolutely something you would hope the Bears defense will be able to take advantage of. As you mentioned, you know, on defense, the Commanders have some really, really good players there, uh, and that will be a, a big test for this new Bears offense to see where they are. But again, they'll be five weeks in, so hopefully at that stage things will have started to click. Guys will get will be used to playing with each other full speed during the regular season game, so that could stand them to, to good stead. But look, it's an interesting game. We obviously saw the game last year where the Bears had a couple of chances up near the goal line to win that at the end, and it just didn't happen. But I mean, it's a game I would definitely, even away from home, I would feel confident about the Bears going in and being able to beat this Washington team. Again, all on paper, we're just looking at what we think the Bears will, you know, be as the season starts. It's it's all a guess. But still, I, I do think that this is a, a game you could, you know, mark a, a W down on your Schieffer. Um, But again, it'd be an interesting one. It's just another one of those games that, you know, I think the Bears can, not a statement game as such, but they, they can show how far they've come by beating a team like Washington away. Yeah, I, I, I like that I agree that as with well. Tony, by the way. I think that's a ridiculous name. Worst yeah. name in the NFL, by far. They should have just um, left a Washington football team. Yeah, especially like, their logo has nothing to do with a commander. So like, I, I, no. I don't get it. Anyway, we're moving on to the week six. And again, this works out quite well for the Bears in terms of that division. You play on Thursday night football. You then have your kind of mini buy. And then you get to play against a divisional rival at Soldier Field. And probably, I can't remember what time this is at, but it's a normal time. It's not a primetime game. And you get to come up against the Vikings. You've already played against the Packers. Hopefully you end up winning in that first game against Green Bay. Like we said, you get that mini rest after playing away and at Washington. You get the Vikings coming here. The Vikings are that team. I have no idea what they're going to be. Right, yeah. like they could, they could as easy kind of pull off like what they did last year in terms of fluke into some wins. But when you win, I think it's like ten or eleven one score games. Like even if you take a, a couple of them, put them the other way around, they're kind of one of the same teams in terms of being quite mediocre as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how this one works out. But week six, Bears Vikings again. It's a I think at this point of the schedule, it makes sense as there's a little bit of a break here for the Bears, right? So I think the fact that you do that, you can get some of your bodies healthy. I feel good about this. I prefer to do that because I always look at the division. I'm like, you just want to win your home games. Win those home games and then try and sneak a game away. And this is if you're contending to try and get out of the division, right? Like you always see it as you want to try and win those home games. If you're able to do that, and then if you're able to be the Vikings or the Lions or the Vikings or the Packers, if you're able to win kind of three of your five divisional matchups, you're putting yourself in a position to where you can compete for either A, a wild card, or B, the division. So I think the way this has come up where obviously you have all the rest heading into the season against Green Bay, but then also getting that mini buy 
before you play your next divisional matchup is actually really important that not a lot of people have been talking about yet. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think this is a this is a massive game for the Bears. Obviously, a lot of people still think the Vikings are, are the best team in the division and are tipping them to go to go and win it. Um, so you know, if you can win your home game against a team that some people are expecting to win the division, that's massive. Again, last year I thought we played them close at home. The Smith Marset, I think it was, fumble when we were driving that's felt massive. like a bit of a killer. And you know, for that reason alone, I just want to pound them this year you know he was a spy yeah i'm telling you he was oh, a spy. They, they planned that one they planned that one well <laughs> absolutely but it's it's one of those games i'm like you i don't know what this vikings team will be they obviously didn't have that many draft picks so are they going to be drastically different from last year possibly not uh you still have Kirk cousins Kirk cousins under center which is a quarterback i really don't have much faith in at all um so i think that's something the bears need to really take advantage of but it should be a good game, but it is an important game. And I think if you can beat the Vikings at home, that is definitely a, a big jump up in terms of how the division kind of shapes up. And as you say, obviously, if you can win all your division home games or three division home games, like you're, you're putting yourself in a really, really good position. So this will be an interesting game to see how that kind of unfolds. Yeah, absolutely. And we go into this, and this is the one I can't wait for. Have to now, win that one. I... I don't like having two Thursday night football games. I'll say that. I, I don't. And it's actually, it's not because of like having that, the fact that they're on Thursdays and stuff. It's just the fact I, I hate when it's a Sunday and there's no Bears football. Hate it because yeah. you're getting there ready to sit down like in front of your TV. I prefer watching Bears football than watching Red Zone. If I'm being honest, I just like to watch my team most of the time. Obviously, like red zone's good when you're kind of focusing on your fantasy team as well. But look, this is the game. Uh, if this was on early in the season, right? If this was not week ten, this would be a game I'd want to go just to kind of troll all the Panthers fans. Um, but I think this is one that will be very interesting. DJ Moore revenge game. Bears obviously trading down. I knew the moment that the Bears traded with the Panthers. This was going to be a prime time game. I knew it no, because you know they, the media could, are going to be all over this one. They could see what was going to be coming here. They could. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Now, there's one thing, and I know uh, Nomad said it here. I actually feel bad for for Bryce Young. Honestly, i i'd be I'd be with you if the Bears had a like advantage pass rush. Right now, they don't. Um, but this is one that I think the media are going to drag the hell out of this game. But the thing is, at this point, like, you're in week 10. Like, the other side to this is you can help yourself doubly by winning this game. You help your draft pick, but also you're able to go and kind of beat one of these teams that there's been prob- – there'll probably be people in the media. They'll, ha- they'll say it's a – to Justin Fields, I, I bet you that they will show Justin Fields all of those clips where people are saying Bryce Young is better than Justin Fields. Guaranteed they will do that. And they should get them motivated for this one. I really, really like this one. It's going to be interesting to see how they go. But also, you have a couple of those guys that used to play with the Panthers that are on this team. We mentioned DJ Moore. We mentioned like PJ Walker as well was one of the quarterbacks last year for the Panthers. This one's going to be fun as hell. I I really hope if there's two of the home games that I want the Bears to win, I want them to beat the Packers at home. I want them to beat the Panthers and probably the Lions as well because those are the three most chirpiest fan bases this offseason and it would be nice to be able to stick it to them. Absolutely. Now, for me, this one is, is about that draft pick. You know, we want the Panthers to lose as many games as possible and it's in our hands to at least inflict one of those losses. But then, as you say, the media are going to drag this one out. The, the quarterback you could have versus the quarterback you decided to keep. DJ Moore going back. You know, it's it's this game is just built for all of that kind of build up and, and kind of razzmatazz to a game. Like, you know, and I'm, I'm just really looking forward to it. And it, it could be a good game as well. But for me, it's all about that draft pick. We need to beat these and, and you know, give them as many losses as, as hopefully they can get this season. But it's it's... Definitely going to be a fun one, and there'll probably be a bit of a build-up in the week beforehand. 
Yeah, so we're at this point, right? Like, obviously, we'll go through some of the unconfirmed kind of fixtures as well in terms of some of the some of the other teams. But just from those kind of first couple of games that we've kind of gone through here, so we've gone through week one against the Packers, which would be at Soldier Field, week three against the Chiefs um, at Arrowhead, week five on Thursday Night Football against the Commanders, week six then after the kind of mini bye week to bring kind of the Vikings to Soldier Field and then back again week 10 which the fact that they're on Thursday night football and it's been confirmed that the Bears then have the Lions um next in week 11 I think it's very very obvious that their bye week is probably going to be week nine which again could set this up quite well because you could have a bye week going into the Panthers but then also have that mini bye week again going into another divisional matchup which could work out but of those games we've kind of spoken about what was it five so far packers chiefs commanders vikings panthers of those games how many of them do you think that you would have the bears winning so let's go with like i got a bit i got a bit cocky with me i had my uh predictions last year i'm trying to be a bit more sensible so packers at home this year i'm going for a win against packers at home Okay, Chiefs, Chiefs away. I'll I'll give that to the Chiefs. Commanders away. I think we can win that. Vikings at home. Do you know what? We owed them for last year. I'm I'm gonna go four and one. I I think we can take the the Vikings at home and the Panthers. Interesting. So I I'm similar. Uh, <laughs> I think I think the Bears do beat the Packers in Week One because I think Jordan Love is a bad quarterback. I'm just gonna say like when you throw 17 interceptions in the conference that he did in college and get picked as a number one overall pick when that's more than the interceptions that justin fields threw in his whole collegiate career just gonna say that out there i do i agree with you with the chiefs i think the chiefs are gonna be too strong for the bears in terms of the commanders i think that's a tough one um i think just for the sake of it's in Washington and not to get kind of too ahead of our skis here. I'll probably say that the Washington commanders win that one, but then I think the bears come back and beat the Vikings and beat the Panthers. So of those kind of five games, I have them at three and two, but I can, you can make a case for them beating the commanders, them losing to the Vikings or beating the Panthers or losing it. It's an interesting one, but we then come to like, realistically the rest of the games that have been, announced so far our divisional matchups except for week 15 which has kind of been rumored to be against the cleveland browns but we'll go through some of the divisional matchups after week 10 where you get a mini bye week and then you have to go away to the lions this is one that i like as well again you're going into a divisional matchup where you have a a mini bye week and i think those are important you get to kind of refocus if things go well it's great everybody's feeling good everybody's together if things don't go well in some of those games i think then what you look at is you have a little bit of time before some of the important before some of these important games and at the end of the day the important ones are the divisional games like you have the packers week one where you've all the time the world to prepare for like we mentioned with the vikings you're getting them after you have the Thursday night football game where you're basically getting like, what is it, a week and two or three days before you play again. Same thing happening between week 10 and week 11 here. I think these are actually really important for, for the Bears that you're getting some of these key divisional matchups where you're actually going to get more rest than your opponent. And I think that's actually a really important step here. Also, I know that was one of the things that came out this year that the Bears will be traveling less than any of the teams in the NFL that's also a positive these are some of the things that we can look at now because we don't know what these teams are going to be like by week 11 but i did see one thing no i want to get your opinion on some people have been saying i wish i had the lions earlier than week 11 personally i think i'd rather have the lions at week 11 because if they're if they don't live up to the hype right like it means that i think you get them at a good point where if you're at week 11 and they haven't won six or seven games or eight games by that time, they ain't making the, they're probably not making the playoffs, right? Or at least winning the division, which all their fans expect them to do. So I think this is going to be an interesting matchup here, but 
I like the how this has fallen in terms of being directly after the Bears play on Thursday night football. Yeah, this 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 one I find really interesting because I have no idea what we're going to see from the Lions. You know, they were they were a mixed bag last year. I don't think they started great and then they, they finished the season flying. Um so it's going to be interesting to see what they are this year. I was I, I thought they were going to be a really good team and maybe challenge for the division. Then then you know, Lions being the Lions, they make some interesting picks in in the draft. Again, they brought in good players, but you kind of question the players, the need for the players they brought in. So I don't know what the Lions, I really don't. I mean, I've no problem playing them in week 11. You know, if things pan out the way we hope with the Bears at that stage, hopefully, you know, it doesn't matter who we're playing, we'll be flying along. I love this. Tony in the chat says, we cannot allow Detroit to get above their station. They will have lost half their team to gambling sanctions and dental injuries from biting knees by then anyway. Like, honestly, um, it's going to be interesting. So... Well, even here. Jared we're, we're Goff doing... is going to be interesting because you know he had a good season last year, which people probably didn't expect the season he had. So can he keep that going again? Because he again he's another quarterback I wouldn't be overly enamored with. Well, he did do well last year, but the question is, will he do it again this year? Which will be a big thing for them. So the Lions are fascinating to me because as as you mentioned, you know, their fans seem to think they've already won the NFC North. Some other people do seem to be going for them as well. I, I just don't know what we're going to get out of the Lions this year, and that's going to be kind of interesting. So come week 11, yeah, I don't know what we're going to get from the Lions. I'd love them to have, like, an absolutely inept season where everybody yes. thinks that they're going to be so good and then they just, like, completely shit the bed. That would be hilarious. And like what Miles says here about if Justin Fields is good, that we'll all be insufferable. And I'll probably be with Seth on this. I will be insufferable if the Lions lose a bunch of games this year. It will be very, very, very funny. Um, But look, this is up to this point so far on what's been leaked. In terms of kind of how it's worked out in terms of scheduling, I actually do like what the Bears have gotten so far. Obviously, there's more to come. But after this is where I kind of, I worry a little bit, right? Because you have the Lions away and then you go straight into that to another divisional matchup and getting on Monday night football, getting the Vikings away. Again, where it helps is you go from Sunday to Monday. So you do have one extra day, right? So it seems like for the most part here, the Bears have looked into most of their divisional games not your stereotypical just a full like one full week they're getting either you're getting the Packers at the start of the season or you're getting the extra two days so it means two days rest for the guys until they get back into normal at this point you get an extra day right I don't like when you go divisional matchup back to back it's something I've never really liked I prefer having them spread out way more um, I don't mind it when it's like the last two games of the season and stuff. Um, I like having like a bunch of divisional games at the end because then it's like a real like fight to try and see where you're going to end in the division. But in the middle part of the schedule, week 11 and week 12, I'm not a big fan of this, especially when they're two away games. Yeah, no, it's definitely when you go two games in a row like that away in the division, it's it's tough. And I think this this game is probably a very different one to Soldier Field, where in Soldier Field, I do think we win. This one, you know, in Minnesota, I think is is going to be a harder game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would look come week 12, though, I think you have a better idea who these teams are going to be for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Vikings, I think for me, are probably still the favorites to win the division this year. So this is a tough game. But again, look, who knows? It's it's all on paper at the moment. And we're in May, kind of talking about what's going to be happening in September. So it just it, at this point, it'll all depend on how the season has kind of unfolded, how this, the Bears team has kind of clicked together, if things have actually worked out the way we want. But this is, look, when you go to Minnesota, this is a tough game. We know they have Jefferson out there as well. He's a great player. And at home, he'll obviously be well hyped up for a game against the Bears, especially since we beat them the first time. So they'll be up for that. But uh, yeah. yeah, look, it's 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 it'll be an interesting game. It should be a good game, but it's definitely a game that, you know, I'm not sure what way I'd go in terms of win or loss. But if you do ask me later on, I'll. I'll, I'll I I, I will I will ask when we get. When we I'll, get I'll come up with something. Three. But like it is, 
it's an it, like I said, I, I I'm just not a big fan um at this point. Uh, Dan, just in terms of this, why you acting like Washington is good for me? It, it's not that. It's more of I think we don't know what these two teams are just yet in terms of the Bears and Washington. So the fact that it's a it's a way um that's the only reason why I went for no, that. No, no. I, 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 I have be, the Bears winning. I'm all good on that. Yeah, I could be convinced to say that the Bears would beat them, but we'll see. When it comes to that week, I'm definitely going to pick the Bears to win, but just to not be too crazy. So then you, we don't know what week 13 has in store for the Bears. Like If it turns out that this ends up being where week 13 is the bye week, and then you go into this, it would mean nearly every single game you would have against your division, you'd have a little bit of time here. But again, it's weird having... The line playing the Lions like twice in the space of what three or four weeks. It's, it's a weird one that they have they put the division so kind of close together, and yet you then have the Packers in week one, and then week eighteen. Strange one, but look, I I feel fairly like confident at this point in terms of if you're able to get through some of those earlier divisional matchups, but also if it turns out that the Bears' bye week is in week thirteen, like realistically, that means the only week where you don't get that kind of extended break between the divisional matchup would be before the last game of the season. So like this could work out really well because like we said, the the divisional matchups are the most important. I like this one. Again, we've spoken about the Lions a little bit in terms of the team. I just think very close together at this point, interesting matchup at here, but where I think this could be a little bit of a struggle is this two week stretch is quite difficult when you look at going from lines to then you go from your kind of intra-divisional or intra-conference matchup here where you play against the Browns in week 15 and this is like I think kind of a revenge game for Justin where he got absolutely pummeled by the Browns in his first start this would be a this would be one I would really want him to be able to perform and perform to a high level but also, at this point of the season, you're getting close towards the end. And if you're even in a spot where you can compete for a wild card, going back to the scene of where kind of things went wrong under Matt Nagy, right? Like, this is kind of the start of it all, where we saw the way he, like, they didn't build around Justin that first year. Justin got, nearly got killed in this game. I think, what was it, like, what was it, 10 sacks, 11 sacks in one game? It was it was insane. So, like, at the end of the day, I think this is an interesting matchup. I think I prefer it at the end of the year, though, because we saw what the Browns were at the end of last year, right? Like, if they're not in contention, it's not a, it won't be the hardest game to go to, right? Like, if they are in contention, I'd worry about this game, right? And that's the, that's the only thing that I would say, and it's a tough back-to-back playing against the Lions who are supposed to be a good team this year and then having to go away to the Cleveland Browns again not an easy place to play in especially if they are competing difference is if they're not competing for that division at this point in time which they are in a very competitive division that's where you may actually where we're saying this now and we may predict that they may not win this game when it gets to the actual season depending on how the Browns go I've seen the Browns play multiple times over the last couple of years. Sometimes they look great, and then other times they look like they they don't even care. And that's what the big the big thing about the Browns though in Week 15, they'll have a certain quarterback who will have a fair amount of time back on their center there, who will be you know probably back up uh, on top of his game. Maybe get suspended. So that would again. be interesting. Well, <laughs> you never know. know. You never know what him, could happen to get suspended. <laughs> Absolutely, but he he would be it'd be interesting to see because at that stage, you know. 15 games in if he's back to what he was before he'll be at full stride and that'll be someone to be tough to to deal with but again yeah big questions if the browns are going for the division they could be a tough tough team away uh, and then as you say maybe justin fields has a the odd nightmare about what happened the last time he played them which was just vicious at points so it's it's an interesting game and again it'll it'll be circumstance it'll be down to what are we going for at that stage? Are, are we going for anything at that stage? What are the Browns going for at that stage? Um, so yeah, this like this is obviously really, really interesting. This is the part of the season where you know teams kind of have an idea if they're going for something or they're not. 
and that kind of can make a break how, how a game will go. This is the fun part of the season, right? Like you hope at this point the Bears are at least in those graphics that we see on NFL Network where you get to see the Bears' name as in, in the, the hunt. hunt. Yeah, yeah. that's what you want at this point, that we're playing meaningful football games. And it's not like where we're like, oh, well, maybe we'll get two top 10 draft picks this year. I don't want that. I want the one top 10 draft pick, and it's because the Panthers are terrible. But actually, the Bears are going to be able to compete and try and sneak their way in, even if they're going to lose in the first round or whatever. I want to see this team compete. I want to see them get competitive and it would be nice to see them have a, a good kind of finish to the season here. But yeah, look, it's it's interesting at this point. We're pretty much wrapped up with, with what has been leaked at the moment because we know it's Green Bay at Lambeau. And this one's an interesting one because when you look at the last couple of times the Bears have played Green Bay at Lambeau Field on the last game of the, of the season, I think it's something like the last like three or four times that's happened, the Bears have made the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. I don't mind well, playing I think them at, 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 at this stage, I think the, the pack will be tanking for the new quarterback, so we should be okay here. Yeah, like uh, e- even at this stage, I think the Packers might be like even me- like kind of mediocre, below average. They might be looking at like, a five or six win year and really i think even if the bears are just a couple of games more i think you, this game doesn't get flexed i think it stays in the same window i think you play at lambo and it's not kind of that massive game where they always try and put the bears in green bay in the monday night football at lambo field i don't think that's going to happen but yeah look it's it's going to be interesting to see kind of how this is going to work out i like it i'd prefer i prefer it this way than what we've had the last like four or five years where it seems like every time we play at Lambeau Field, it's always like Monday night football, Thursday night football, Sunday night football. Like it's nice to see for once that that's not the case. And I would like it that if the Bears turn out to be this kind of team being that kind of juggernaut starting to become like one of the top teams in the division, that maybe the NFL starts to do the opposite. And Green Bay get the game that's at like the whatever noon kickoff, and we get the game at Soldier on prime time when we start to get good rather than it for it seemed like for a decade that it was always Lambo on prime time, and the game at Soldier was always like this kind of I just put that one at noon, and it'll be nice to kind of see the difference here. But look, with those, we have the most of these are divisional matchups anyway, so week 11. We're at the Lions week 12 at the Vikings. So with those two games back-to-back, where do you see them going, the two away games um, for the Bears? I think I might split them. I think mm-hmm. I like. I think both both games will be tough. Uh, but I think, I think we beat the Lions. I think we start putting them back in their place. But I think the Vikings away might just be a tough one. So I might just go Vikings on that one. I agree with you. Uh uh, just because uh, because of Lions fans, I actually hate them now this year. So well, I don't want Seth getting upset with me for picking the Lions. It's not even, it's not even that. Like the Lions fans, are so, they're so chirpy, and I'm like, come on, I dudes, know. you you're the only team that's gone through a win this season. Like, calm down. Like, actually, win the division first. Um, but anyway, then we play the Lions again, in Week 14 at Soldier. And um, where do you have that one? Oh, I think I have no problems with the Lions at Soldier. I think we beat them. I feel and confident then, about taking them there. And then you have the the Browns in Cleveland. I don't know. This is a this can be a tough one. I mean, they could be challenging at that stage for the division. They do have some good players. I'll probably say a, a tight loss. Okay, and then finally the the last game then against the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau. Finish the season like we started with a big win. I think so too because I agree with you. I think at that point. There'll be Packers fans that'll be like, oh, we need to we need to tank at this point. We need to get that higher draft pick. That's where I think it's going to go. So those are the ones that are, so far, that have been leaked out there. Obviously, we're about, what, two hours or so away from the all the official ones should be kind of put out there. Um, right now, Bears are up against the Packers at Soldier Field week one. 
Week three, the Bears go to Arrowhead in for to play against the Kansas City Chiefs. Week five, they go to Washington to play against the Commanders uh, on, on Thursday Night Football. Week six, the Vikings come to Soldier Field, then kind of skip a couple weeks where the Panthers come to Soldier Field for Thursday Night Football. Um, or is that is it Sunday Night Football or Thursday Night Football? I think it's Thursday Night Football. Um, and then the we play against the Lions and the Vikings back-to-back week 11, week 12 play the, the Lions again in Soldier Field week 14. We play against the Browns in week 15 in Cleveland. And then finally round up against the Packers. Now, I'm just going to go through some of the other teams that we're still waiting on um, on who the Bears are going to be playing against. So there's still the, some of the home games that are still available here. We still have to come up against the Broncos. We have to come up against the Atlanta Falcons. We have to come up against the Raiders and then the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know about you, but I don't really fear any of those teams right now in terms of the Broncos, the Falcons, the Raiders, or the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals could potentially be the worst team in the NFL this year. Um, And I think that might be happening because they want it to happen. Um, I think that they want to be at the top of the draft next year. And the fact that they didn't take a quarterback this year, they traded down, traded up and got like a pass protector. Look, I don't know how much they like Kyler Murray, but I, I don't worry about them. The Raiders, again, like no. I'm not the biggest fan of Jimmy Garoppolo. So again, if the Broncos play anywhere like they played last year, I don't think that's going to be a terribly difficult game. But if they improve a lot, obviously having Sean Payton there, that could be a tricky matchup depending on how he syncs up with Russell Wilson. And then the Atlanta Falcons, like at the end of the day, like we know what they are, right? Like Desmond Ritter is going to be their quarterback at some point this year, probably to start the season. I'm not a big fan of his in terms of his accuracy. Um, So really those home games that we haven't mentioned already, I think the Bears are like, when you look at the home games they're going to have this year, you can do quite well. Like you have the Denver Broncos, the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, the Las Vegas Raiders, Arizona Cardinals, and the teams in your division. So, like, if you're looking at that, like, you're looking at those kind of eight home games. If you're able to win, like, five of the home games, four or five of the home games, you're setting yourself up for a good season, right? Because we've said this before. I don't expect the Bears to go out and win 10, 11, 12 football games. I think if you go and you have a respectable, like, seven or eight win season you've shown that there's some progress to be made or that has been made and you can continue going now some of the away games that we haven't mentioned um there's three in particular there's three of these i think i think all the other ones we've kind of found out about new orleans saints is one that's a weird one don't know what they're going to be this year that could either be really really bad or that kind of sneaky team you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, don't know what they're going to be. Quarterback scenario there is not good after Brady. So that's going to be interesting there. And then the one team that I think is going to be quite good this year, we say it every year though, is the Chargers. That's going to be one. I, I, I don't know how the Bears are going to go against them. But actually, when you look at this, like we mentioned the home games, the away games, you have the Saints, the Commanders, the Bucks the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Browns, and then your divisional matchups. Obviously, the the Chiefs, the Browns, and the Chargers are three very, very good football teams. Three of those games also being away. I don't expect the Bears to win those games. But when you look at the rest of them in terms of having the Tampa Bay books that are probably going to be maybe starting, what is it? Is it um, Kyle Trask, is it? Kyle Trask. Oh, Baker Mayfield is there, isn't he? Baker Mayfield is there, yeah. yeah. But again, I wouldn't really trust. I wouldn't really trust um, many of those. Um, You look at the Washington Commanders and then the New Orleans Saints. um, Like, they're not exactly kind of, they're not those teams that I'm too worried about. But like, overall, when you look at this, you can make a case for the Bears winning if you're adding kind of four wins to last year, like if you get to seven wins and I can see plenty of different ways to get to seven. Um, 
I don't expect this team to get to 10. Um, I know that they've improved. I think the only way is if you see a considerable increase in, in quality and what we're going to see in the passing game from Justin. If he's able to do that and if you're able to get some sort of pass rush together, there's no reason you can't compete and get into one of those wildcard spots. But for me, I think if you look at this team and if you have them winning seven or eight wins, which I think right now in terms of the bookmakers, they have them at seven and a half, which I think is yeah. fairly fairly consistent. I think I'd probably just not bet the Bears at this point because I, I think that they're probably dead on there. Um, but it's definitely a kinder schedule than what we had in previous years. And one that I think what works out is there's some tough road games, but I think a lot of the home games are definitely winnable for the Bears this year. Absolutely. I mean, this is a schedule. There's a lot of teams on there, as you mentioned, with kind of quarterback questions that could go either way. Um, teams that could potentially be good, but also maybe not. And I can definitely see a, a road where the Bears win seven, eight, nine games, which, you know, in terms of this whole rebuild that was started and this project that was started is progress and is the right direction where you want them to be going. Now, could they shock us and go a bit more? Of course they could. Anything could happen or the opposite as well. But for me, I think you're probably looking in around eight wins and I don't think that's too much of a stretch. <clears throat> Excuse me, just looking at the, the schedule we've gone through there and the teams they're up against. But I think this could be a really exciting season for the Bears. Uh, I think it's it's a different kind of Bears that we're all used to having for a number of years now, where I think a lot of people feel fairly confident in, in the coaching staff that are there. Still have to prove their, their worth. Obviously, they only had the three wins last year, but there are reasons behind that. I think we're confident in decisions being made above them in the, the front office. And as we said earlier, Kieran, this roster looks to be stronger than it was last season. So, I mean, if you're a Bears fan going into the season, I can understand a bit of trepidation and, you know, how they could be, but realistically, you should be excited about this season. This is, there are winnable games here. It looks like it could be an exciting Bears team. And yeah, I just, I can't wait now. Just talking about it kind of gets me excited for just wanting this thing to start now. But there's definitely possibilities this year and challenging for a wild card is absolutely not out of question to me. Uh, but I, 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 right now, I'm probably saying around eight wins. I know later on, as the season gets closer, mm-hmm. we'll kind of nail down our predictions on what we kind of really think after we see training camp and know who's being cut and who's there. Maybe some of these teams find a quarterback or do something that we're not expecting, and you know that changes. But right now, I could I could see between seven and nine wins, easily, but not easily. But I can I can I can make the case for seven or eight nine wins, and be happy with that kind of progress from the team. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that. I I think I think anywhere from seven is a successful year um, for the Bears. I, I think if you're being realistic, I think seven, you're adding four wins. Not a lot of teams do that. It, yeah. it, it depends on the division, right? Like, if Jordan Love sucks and is bad, you're likely beating the Packers twice. But again, that's an if. Depending on how the Lions are, I think the Lions are still going to, I think they're going to be good this year. I, I don't think they're going to win the amount of games that people expect them to win in terms of some people saying like 12, 13, 14. Like at the end of the day, we were only a year ago from, what were the Lions, like one and five or something like that to start the season. And then they just started on getting on a winning streak. If you start one and five or one and six again, it doesn't matter how many games it is. Like you, you ain't winning the division. Like it's just not gonna happen. Um again, if Minnesota take a step back, well, somebody has to go out there and win it. Right. So that's where that's where it does make sense. But look, people always like to kind of compare the Bears with the Philadelphia Eagles with the kind of Justin Fields and and kind of looking at Jalen Hurts and if you go back to 2020, the Philadelphia Eagles went 4-11-1, which looked fairly consistent with what the Bears just did in terms of the 3-13, and 13, right? But then in 2021, they won nine football games, and they lost in the wild card. Now, that was a team that shouldn't have been in the wild card because they were not ready to, to be a playoff team. 
but they won a couple of those close games that year and snuck their way in. And they were, look, winning nine games is nothing to scoff at. If the Bears get anywhere from seven to nine, I think we all sit here and be like, I feel good about this team. They improved their record, but also you look at it and they have two first-round picks next year. And I think that's a good scenario to be in. And look, the realistic fan of me says seven wins, but the more optimistic fan in me wants to be like, I think that they're good enough to win nine or ten. I don't think they're they're going to get into the double figures, but I think that you can definitely see this team winning between seven to nine and really not having to force it that much when you look at some of the teams that they have to play at home what they need to do is they need to make sure they win the home games if they're if they play well at home they win those home games some of the tough games on the road it's it is what it is i think if you're able to have a good record at home you at least set yourself up for for that and again this this is just completely not true um, when it comes seven wins equals a new quarterback. It's it's not true because you could win seven games and Justin could throw for 4,000 yards. But if your defense allows more points and you lose games, like that's the thing. It's, it's all within the context. But I just think that you're looking at that range. I think you're looking between kind of seven to nine, seven to 10. I think that's probably the sweet spot of where this team is right now. Um, we have to remember, like we're only coming off a three-win team. Like, this isn't a team that went, that won six or seven games last year, and you're like, oh, they got better, they should win 10 games. That's not what it is. This is a team that there's still flaws, and you need to know how it's all going to work together. You still need to be convinced of the coaching staff, right? Like, there was times in the season last year where I was like, just not good enough, right? Like, that's a that's the thing. It's going to be interesting to see how we go, but... Look, I'm excited. Um, I can't wait for the season to get going. I can't wait for the off-season to get going. Guys, we appreciate all of you that are in the chat right now. Obviously, we will update um, over on Twitter when all the schedule comes out. We'll get our opinions probably next week on the show as well when it comes to when it comes into it. And this is definitely a, a, just to end the show on. The NFC is so weak. The Bears should be in the hunt. Look, the NFC is weak the, that the Bears could be realistically when you look at it they could be a team that if they do improve and if they do get to that next point and you get more development from Justin Fields you could see them sneak into the wild card because the NFC isn't very good so it's gonna be interesting look guys for any of you that didn't get a catch the show earlier on today we were joined by Bears edge rusher and DeAnthony Jones on the show he gave us kind of his insight into kind of rookie camp. He actually gave us a couple of nice tidbits about um, Darnell Wright, what he saw in Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens as well. Look, make sure that you that you check that video out that was on the channel earlier on today. We appreciate all you guys for joining in. We'll be live next week. Uh, we will update you guys during the week on the show. But again, we appreciate all the support. If you are not subscribed and you're listening to us, whether it be on youtube whether it be on spotify whether it be on apple Podcasts, please do come over onto youtube and subscribe give us a follow on on twitter as well and until next time all we can say is bear down bear down <laughs>